two redheads, one who went to the Roval, one who's going to Dover, talking about racing. Wow, two races in a row for us. It's a new record. It is, I know. If only we could have been there, and coordinated the at the same time. Maybe I won't see you on Sunday at Dover then. I love Dover, though. I'm excited for you to go the first time. <laughs> Dover is one of my favorites. But before we talk about Dover, we should talk about the Roval. Let's do it. I, I thought it was a good race. Only thing that annoyed me was that it took a long time for it to finish like the last like what 15 laps took probably 30 45 minutes i like cautions though like yeah especially cautions for the, were good. like restart like bunching the field up giving guys chances to crash and stuff they were just everyone's just kind of waiting for that big one into turn one again and then chase elliott went off in turn chase one chase elliott did it, it like, for us it was crazy but like people were waiting for that moment again on the, all those restarts but I think people were a little scared from last year and held off, but it was still pretty a lot of a lot of action throughout the race. For sure, and that's the second weekend in a row that someone has had some sort of incident early in the race, come back to win, Truex spin to win, Chase Elliott. I don't know what you call that tire barrier to win, but it was a good comeback for him. You could tell he had the faster car. Epic. Rove weekend was cool, though. Again, like Charlotte, it's just turning. You thought maybe the first year might be a wild card or fluke or whatever happens may not represent what is to come for years to come. But it was just awesome. Right. It's this epic, unpredictable, wild, entertaining track that Charlotte Motor Speedway has created. And it delivered great moments again this year. And it's just awesome. Like, it's really, really cool. Awesome to be there. I got to do social media all weekend, so it was a love running around to all the different angles of the track and taking pictures and videos and being up close to everything and just all the energy and the excitement, all the wrecks and stuff. It was great. Yeah, I must say, you just, like, you hit it out of the park, everybody. If you saw Charlotte Motor Speedway's content, thought it was good, that was Jason. A lot of it was. He did a freaking awesome job. So um, I was following your content all weekend and it looked like you did some quality work thank so, you quality content is my goal that's that is the goal um and i know we keep referencing bubba but sometimes you gotta what is it hey you gotta do some weird stuff to get some good content <laughs> all right my content wasn't as weird as when we were walking through the at cup garage on saturday morning at chicagoland with a pool i was just watching that video too of i was carrying the inflatable tube and you were carrying the pool noodle yeah. and you were filming and we didn't say anything and then i just look at the camera i go we're going for a swim <laughs> and i just thought that was so funny just <laughs> oh, so good oh memories. man yeah that no, was fun that was fun um, um yeah so i didn't do anything as weird as that but it was fun to walk around for content and get good stuff um this is random but before i forget to talk about this i've been to three races this year three cup races the all-star race chicago and now the roval Chevrolet has won all three races, and I'm pretty sure, except out, except for um, Chase Light winning at Talladega, that's the only ones they have. So clearly, I'm Chevy's good luck charm. Hey, and I was there at Talladega. Wow, we are so. What was our, our thing last year? Was we were at all these epic races together. If it was an epic good finish, finishes, we were there. now it's Chevy races. Yeah. So this so who's week, gonna win at Dover? I don't know. Well, if you're there. Maybe Chase will win again. That'd be cool. Or yeah. Alex. Alex finished second in the spring, I think. I know. Um, now he's in I'll the tell second you. round. I know. So I was I was really pulling for Newman to make it into the next mm-hmm. round just so I could mm-hmm. say I told you so. Well, I'm so pissed I can't. Hey, but that was. I told you so. Why did you think he was going to advance? He did not hey, show anything Jason, all year to make himself look like he was going to advance. No, you have to admit, he put up a fight. Ryan Newman sure did. Yes. Um, that was such an exciting championship or er, 
No, that the was championship such an... was not decided on Sunday. All right. It was a good bubble fight. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, oh, man, there were so many good things to watch at the Roval. You could watch the race for the lead. You could watch the battle for the points, especially when it was Tide or Bowman and Newman were plus and minus one and two. Uh, and then, of course, the fireworks that happened after the race, too, with... Alex w- Bowman, Bubba Wallace. No, nah, it was a little wetter. It wasn't really fireworks. Okay, you're right. And when I watched it, I watched it live when they showed it. And at first, you couldn't tell if Bubba was, like, being friendly. Like, hey, like, nice work making the <laughs> next okay? round. Or, like, hey, what the heck? And it what ended up heck? being the you second said, one. What the heck? What the heck, Bowman? <laughs> yeah, I think that's exactly what he said. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck, Bowman? So he douses um, not only Bowman, but Jeff Gordon in Powerade. Oh, that was Jeff Gordon? Yeah, kneeling down with him. I didn't know that was Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then the AMR uh, doctor, her name's Dr. Uh, Angela Pilecki. And she's like their head. Andrew knows the name of the doctor. I I um <laughs> I interviewed you her and Jeff said, Gordon that's why. One, but you knew the name of the doctor. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was Immediately when I wow. look at the screen, I'm like, I know who that is. Wow. I did not see Jeff Gordon though. <laughs> um, wow. But <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was uncalled for. What I know water's uncalled, harmless. What was uncalled for? Bubba. On track or off track? Off track. I just thought it was uncalled for because it's basically you're kicking Bowman while you're down. Now, I know it was just water. And especially, did you see what Bubba's, like, statement was after the race? I think he deleted the tweet. I don't know if you heard this. No. But he basically said that he kind of stood by his decision. And then the biggest line that stuck out to me is he's like, props to Bowman for playing the sick card. And I couldn't get to him. I'm like, wow. He dropped a bomb right there. Bowman was definitely not playing the sick card. But... Man, Bowman's they, not making a lot of friends. Now they Brett Griffin on Door Bumper Clear this week was talking about how it was. This has been an ongoing battle between Bowman and Bubba. They've been roughing each other up for weeks, and Bowman kind of had enough of it Sunday at the Roval, especially when he's competing for the championship and Bubba's not really in the playoffs and probably holding up a little more and flipping him off apparently the entire race. So, excite! I like the drama. Like I'm all for the drama. Yeah. But, I think Bubba, his image, Bubba Wallace's image right now is this really lighthearted, fun guy. People, He's like the oh, underdog. People want to cheer for him. It's down the drain but now. But now it's like, you just did that, so it's going to take a big hit. Especially throwing Gator, sorry, Powerade on Jeff Gordon. Like, that was, yeah. a, bad, that was a bad move. Um, I, I sent a tweet out. Bowman versus Bubba, what's your take? And 60% were on Bowman's side, but 40% were on Bubba. I was actually surprised by that based off of what I saw on social media about people just saying that Bubba was in the wrong. Um, but to be fair, and, and, but here I'm going to read off some of the tweets or paraphrase a lot of them, but people are saying that emotions were high and it would have been more controlled when Bubba cooled down. But Bubba released a statement that he typed out yeah. saying the same thing. You don't release a statement like within hours after something happens because clearly you're not in the right mental spot yet. Yeah. So I don't know. But and a lot of people I was watching the NASCAR America post race show and they're like denouncing Bowman, too. So there's a lot of sides to the story. But and and someone tweeted like everyone gets so upset when this happens. But like, don't we die for drama? Yes. But. This was a little uncalled for. No, Can't ex- you admit that? I explained it well. Like the act, the on the track thing was awesome, was great. But Bubba should have done something different post race. He didn't need to do that. But like the on track drama is awesome. 
and here's the thing. If Alex Bowman wasn't sick and he was, was under fine. his own power getting out of the car, I think it's perfectly okay but to throw fists. The other thing, Bubba's That's not me. Mar- Bubba's marching all the way down pit road not knowing he's sick. So he has all these intentions in mind. He gets to him. And it's probably not like instinct to just turn around and not do anything knowing that you just thought about this two minute walk down the pit road that what right. you're gonna do then you get there and it always oh, on the ground by this well he probably was probably gonna do something i would say he probably was gonna do something different had he not been standing oh, up but since he was on the ground imagine like, imagine that maybe he was just trying to cool bowman down with a nice splash of powerade uh no i don't think that's it but yeah very interesting to see kind of the two sides of the story now bowman's got made the round of 12 very impressively passing so many cars at the end finishing second in the mm-hmm. Roval. i think he actually finished that was his year. michael jordan flu game alex bowman okay chicago kid it, it was well it was in the championship i know like, that, that would I know. be like going to miami was the flu game the championship like game seven or something no i don't think i don't think it was like a championship clinching game Right, but it was i think it was a game in the playoffs for sure I feel anyways like comparing it would be better the for the last round not okay or the round of fine eight, round. but bowman said after the race he's like yeah i felt sick lap 10 and like you've yeah. got a long ways to go so very impressive drive to be sick like that i'm i think i'm gonna ask him something about it it's so funny how it works out i've got bowman and bubba next weekend you should at combine Dover. the interviews yeah just like Y'all what if i was like the the middleman just like talk talk it out mediator make sure you have all cameras rolling yeah no no i will the other thing with bowman he's not making any friends you know no he's not making austin dylan or gange austin dylan calling him a silver spoon kid now bubba wall so he's got two non-playoff guys that are going to be eating at the bit trying to get into like rough him up a little bit so i in my grade i think i predicted this as well we should probably review who we had going being eliminated and see how it stacked up but i believe i have bowman Actually, no, I didn't have Bowman come to this round. But now... You him out, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Looking at it now, I don't think he's going to make it past this round. Unless he wins at Talladega, which, of course, will be a wild card and anything can happen. But we'll see. So I had Newman, Boyer, Almarola, Byron eliminated. I was wrong because Byron, Boyer, and... And so Byron and Boyer advance. So I was 50... I was 50%. And I'm... I'm excited about Bowman making it to this next round because I'm a firm believer I'm gonna come I'm gonna come true with this bold prediction that I made in the beginning. Alex Bowman makes a round of eight. That is still alive because he's going to three tracks that, that he's pretty good at. I did. Okay, interesting. So I had Newman, Almarola, Blaney. That was a bad one. And um, oh, Bowman and Bowman out. So I got Bo- I had. I had one right. Newman was out. <laughs> it's funny how, like, you figure you can predict it so easily, but then when you actually get to it, you're like, I was so wrong. Yep. Yeah. Um, no. So we'll have to see going into this next round. Um, I let's, – let's go to something earlier in the week because I really wanted to talk about this because I was just such a big fan when I watched it on TV. But Joseph Newgarden hopping in the Indy car – and doing some laps on the Charlotte Roval. And all I thought to myself was, 
And maybe it helped with NBC's coverage because NBC also covers IndyCar. But I thought it was such a natural fit to have Joseph Newgarden at a NASCAR race in an IndyCar. I just literally like it never once occurred to me like, oh, this is IndyCar. It's another series. Like it almost feel felt like it was just a natural yeah. fit. I think a doubleheader is definitely in the future. Great job by Charlotte Murray Speedway trying to stir the pot a little bit about IndyCar and NASCAR together. I know Marcus that. Smith is a genius. Also, IndyCar said in the last couple of years, uh, last couple of months, that they've not they've it's an idea to could do a NASCAR IndyCar doubleheader, but they haven't really. There's no progress in anything happening for the next couple of years. So eventually, down the road, it'd be cool. Also, um, seeing IndyCar on the road, well, I actually haven't watched any videos except from where I was, which was just on the front stretch. I was Joey Logano and Ryan Blaney. And Jimmy Johnson and Clint Boyer were watching. Maybe Jimmy was there. Yeah, Jimmy was there, I'm pretty sure. So they were all watching from the front stretch. So I was kind of near them, getting some um, content of them, checking it out. But it sounded cool, looked cool, and Roval Road Course would be great. Check out my Twitter because I retweeted a video from IndyCar. It literally looks like a sped-up version of the Roval because they have an onboard camera of Joseph Newgarden. Unbelievable. Mm. I thought of this idea. If we were to have a NASCAR IndyCar doubleheader and with the genius and creativity of Marcus Smith, let's have a celebration of motorsports. This is what I post on Twitter, and I would I would attend every single day just because I think it'd be so cool. How huh? did it be received on Twitter? It, people like the idea. And they actually added some extra races that would be on earlier in the week but my idea wednesday you have a sprint car race from the dirt track at charlotte thursday you have the four wide nationals nhra friday's the nascar xfinity series race at the roval saturday's the indycar race at the roval sunday is the nascar cup series race at the roval and then people were talking about uh, having late models on tuesday and i think that would be such a cool thing and, and that's the thing we don't need to compete with motorsports if we combine and just celebrate just our love for engines all in one week. I think that could be the coolest thing ever. Very smart move for Marcus Smith to do too, if he can pull it off. Yeah. And SMI facilities like Vegas and Texas could probably also pull yeah. it off. I'm not sure about Texas drag strip, but Vegas could do it too. So I th- would feel like it's a lot of logistics, but if they can get together, it would be pretty cool. How spectacular would that be? I think that'd be cool. So, um, yeah, that's what I have to say about the NASCAR and D-Card doubleheader and possibly seeing some other motorsports there in the future. But I think we just need to get the doubleheader first, obviously. Let's talk about playoff points real quick. How Kyle Busch finished... Let me get these exact stats right. So Kyle Busch finished... Where is it? 19th at Las Vegas, 2nd at Richmond, 37th at the Roval. Guess who's leading the points now going to the second round? I know. Kyle, Kyle Bush. Bush. And guess how unfair that is that he could, in the old, like, um, in the first round, fine. If we're going to have playoff points, give him the first round. You Whatever yes. races you win, keep them. But in the second round, it should be based on your first round performance. Like the, in the NFL, you don't, like, win your first game wildcard weekend and go to the divisional games and, like, have a two-touchdown advantage because you did that, you know, like, you did this in the right, you scored three more wins than the other team in the regular season. It's not how it works. It's a clean slate. And yeah. Jeff Gluck was on Dorbum Clear today. He was explaining that the purpose of the playoff points is so NASCAR doesn't have a situation like they almost had in 2014 with Ryan Newman making the championship four without a win and then almost winning a championship, but he would have had to win the race to win the championship anyway. I think that's a bunch of crap. I'm cool with that. Like, if that happens, I'm cool. I know it yeah. doesn't look that great, but, like, 
you're not wins aren't like of course wins are important but you're not like all out emphasizing wins at that point i think it'd be such a rare instance something like that would happen we don't need to care about that stop letting playoff points chamfer between rounds it's gonna be it's so uneven again it's like there's gonna be such a set of guys low in points and such a set of guys high in points they're not going to mix it's pretty predictable how the playoffs are going to go and kyle bush pretty much has a buy to homestead because he doesn't really have to compete with anybody because he's got like 20 more playoff points than everybody i know so that's so actually a great point too the, it shouldn't be like the say the patriots win the regular season this year like they always do right it shouldn't be that they get a buy to the super bowl does not make sense right. and and i know we talk about this every week but it, it frustrates me so much but if you're really the, the playoffs is to find who truly deserves to be the champion mm. and nothing I just don't understand what screams champion about basically letting the front runners all season long coast all the way to the last race while everyone else fights harder than those front yeah. runners or has to fight harder yeah. forced to fight harder so it does Kyle not make Bush sense could literally finish outside the top 20 in two races per round and still advance if he has like one really good race it's like it's so unfair how it's like that and the old championship system i get we're not in the 10 race playoffs anymore where it's like you have to perform throughout but by this point if you finish 19th and 37th you're done like your playoffs are over you should have to perform in every single race of the playoffs point. to win the championship not and you know what there's upset, there's upsets in sports and yeah. people are going to be pissed oh kyle bush right the regular season all season long now he gets eliminated yeah. round 16 that's an upset yeah. That is literally the Upsets definition of an upset. Jeff Gluck also brought up the point that William Byron, when he was in the truck series and won like seven or eight races one season, but then had a blown motor in the penultimate race of the year at Phoenix and then got eliminated from the championship contention. I'm like, that's fine. Like, you mess up, the Patriots can go undefeated and then get to the AFC championship game and have exactly. a really bad game and lose and not get to the championship. That doesn't matter. Playoff points are the worst thing to happen to the playoffs. Like, we need to have a clean slate each round let the guys fight it out it's whoever's about performing now i don't care what you did how many playoff points you earned in april i want to know what you can do right now in october to get to exactly. the championship exactly freaking playoff points suck that's the title of the podcast <laughs> yeah um you said it you, you summed it up right there i can right. agree with that 100 now round of 12 starts we're going to dover we're going to talladega we're going to kansas actually here's the thing i was at roval you'll be at dover i'll be at talladega Dang. Wow. And I might be, maybe, very slight chance, I could be at Kansas. Wow. And then I'm yeah. going to Martinsville. So we got ah, you covered from the I'll track. I'll be at Phoenix and Miami. Wow. So truly, <laughs> we're missing, like, or there's a chance we're only going to miss one race in the next, for the rest of the year. That's pretty crazy. And I might do Texas. <laughs> it, might be, it might be Kansas or Texas. Okay. Or none. I hope it's both, but it's not going to be both. <laughs> so we've got um, you covered from the track for the rest of the hey, season. So I've got a crap ton of interviews this weekend. Give me a word. Hmm. All right. Let me think about it while we we've talk about done this it next a while. segment. I know. It, it can't be something completely obscure like manure. How the <laughs> hell do I work in manure to an interview? You got to get creative, dude. <laughs> it's got to be something. It's got to be something closer. Something you would be okay saying on DBC. How about that? Yeah. All right. Oh, like round of 12 <laughs> let's predict so we have our playoff grid predictions but which four do we think will be eliminated after we get through um the next three races after kansas all right so looking at this new list of four especially the races which is important because you have dover talladega kansas out of the four there are three that jump out to me right away i think ryan blaney byron and boyer had a great run in the round in the first round but 
I don't think they will advance to the round of eight. I'm going to put Bowman through because I know he's going to go through because that's my prediction. I can't go against it now. And then I would have to go Kyle Larson. I think so. My bottom four out eliminated after Kansas. Larson, Blaney, Byron, Boyer. Larson, Blaney, Byron, Boyer. I agree with Larson. I agree with Bowman. So, I did not... Wait, Bowman advances? Oh, you say Bowman... No. Bowman advances. You think Bowman... All right. So I've got Larson, Bowman. This is hard. Because these... The, we're thinking about the same bottom five. And, like, we think the rest are going to advance easily. But it's going to be one of these... If anybody, I think it's going to be between Larson and Blaney for that last spot. Yeah. This is so, so hard. I'm just going to go Larson, Bowman, Byron... Boyer, I think Blaney. I think Blaney will get it. Yeah, me too. I really Boyer. Well, no, performed. I don't. I don't. But if anybody, I think it could be Blaney. I think Boyer performed much better in the round of sixteen than most people expected. So I think he'll have a good chance. But he's gonna have to overcome a lot of playoff having no playoff points, and we'll see how that goes. All right, you're going to Dover. We were first time in Dover. I love Dover. I went to Dover. It was my first ever Cup race. Was at Dover in 2005. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you some more tips about Dover about how Please to have do. a blast because it's a great track. Okay. Um, give me a word. Jellyfish. Jellyfish? Okay. I think I can pull that off. Would you rather go swimming with jellyfish or swimming with sharks? Uh, I'll try my best not to, but if I'm in a desperate situation, if I'm a desperate man at that point, then I might do jellyfish. Okay, no more at church. Follow me on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram at HeyJasonSchultz. I retweeted all my content from Charlotte Morris Food this weekend, so go check, check that out. Check it out, guys. Seriously, it's it really good. I'll be sharing some you know, behind-the-scenes aspects of it this week. But if you want to check out all the action from Dover and a bunch of the upcoming races, well, follow me for Talladega to Martinsville. But you got the That's other right. races, you follow Andrew. I've got them covered. Yeah, follow me at Andrew Curland TV at Andrew Curland on Instagram check my Instagram out that's where I put most of my content on the Instagram stories uh, I like doing those every race weekend but um, I'm really excited haven't been in the track in a while it feels like race week I've been like playing like songs that think make me remind me about the racetrack so I'm really excited to go back and uh, I'll deliver some good content I'll uh, swim with the jellyfish and we'll be there at Dover all right, sweet. So Andrew's about to go experience Hooters for the first time. Yeah, that's right. So Chase Elliott won. So I, I texted my group chat with some of my friends here. I'm like, hey, guys, you get 10 free wings with any purchase of 10. They're like, what? I'm like, it's a Chase Elliott thing. And they're like, all right, so we're going. So I'm very hungry. We're going to go get some Hooters right now and uh, thank Chase Elliott for it. Okay. Please share some content of that as well. Follow Andrew on all those social platforms for that too. (laughs) All right. I'm hungry, so I'm going to sign off. Thanks for listening to Redhead Racing Radio. Come back to you after Dover.